Good afternoon. Welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Shane Riffle. He is the CEO of our Brainerd Family YMCA. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today, Tess? Doing just fine. How about you? I am on top of the world. It's an exciting time at the Y, particularly as we go into summertime. Absolutely. And I know before we went on the air, we were starting to talk about the summer camps as you are. That's well underway now, isn't it? It is. This is week one. We're almost to the end of the week, but it's something that Jess and her team plans for all year. And there's so many things that go into it. You know, not just the the programming and the content, but the hiring and the staffing and the training and the promotion. And boy, everything is just clicking on all cylinders. And Jess has been sending me photos. I've been out there once or twice, but boy, those kids are having fun. And my wife, Lindsay, was looking at the Facebook page this morning. She said, who would not want to go to Camp Vanassic? <laughs> They're having fun. Yeah. What kind of things are they doing out there this summer? Holy moly. Well, I'd like to thank a, a few groups, the Brainerd Rotary Foundation, the Noon Sertoma Club, Sourcewell. Um, they helped fund some expansion of activities so that we could serve more kids this summertime. Awesome. Um, we know that there definitely is a need for, for daycare and school-age daycare as well. So we added, you know, about 40 new spots. Wow. Um, but the kids are just having a blast and I could probably be here for an hour telling you everything <laughs> they did it. But uh, the new things, we added some new water features. So we had the big jungle joe that folks who might be out boating on Whipple Lake might see. Okay. We added a uh, – it's a four-person water teeter-totter, which looks really fun. I haven't been out yet. The water seems a little cool for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there's a lily pad for the younger kids and one of those – big mats that someone jumps from the top of the Jungle Joe and someone's out on the end and it launches them. (laughs) Megan said, it says on the directions, it may go 40 feet. So we're looking for the kids who can launch that far. Oh my. Yeah. But we also added the uh, professional, you know, commercial grade archery tag. So we have a course out for the kids. Archery tag. Archery tag. What sounds wrong about this? (laughs) (laughs) So yes. So you'll first notice that the arrows have this big Nerf-like tip oh, okay. to them. Okay. So when you when you do get hit, it's it's not going to create lasting damage. Um, the mom and me kind of got a little exactly. scared there for a second. You know, that's that's the first thing that that moms particularly look at when they're registering for camp is safety. So moms, it is safe. They wear a protective face shield. Oh, cool. Okay. And it's fully supervised. There's uh, barricades, and they get to have fun. You know, they form teams and they try and tag each other with the with the arrows um, but we also created an area for slingshots with like these paint paint gun type round oh, really ammunition yeah so they shoot those <laughs> at targets and Cody uh, Dellinger has been sawing and putting things together different targets for kids to to shoot at um, we put some netting in to do like a nerf gun mm-hmm. area um, there's disc golf there's a new fishing dock that Jess and her team put in. Wow. And also, you know, related to the educational and helping prevent summer learning loss, mm-hmm. um, down near the point, they're putting in these hanging chairs so that kids can go down. They can check out a book. Cool. And they have quiet time to, to read. And as they read um, mm-hmm. for a certain number of minutes, they'll be able to earn prizes and activities and that's things like that. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I could mm-hmm. go on and on, but it's fun. So these summer camps, are they filled up at this point, or is there still room for kids to join you know, later, or how is that all working? I would say we do have a waiting list, mm-hmm. and if there was a particular special type need or something, you know, um, I always bring things like that to Jess. But um, interestingly enough, Camp Miller from up in Duluth, yeah. they do a resident camp. 
and they reached out to us, and they have some special scholarships available. So if you still do need summer camp care, this is a full week resident camp, mm-hmm. and there's financial assistance available. So if you're interested in you know that type of care, but maybe getting them up to the Duluth there, Camp Miller's fantastic. It we is. do a staff retreat up there. Yeah. Um, so I would encourage folks to you know check that out. We're sending out a constant contact to our folks on the waiting list today mm-hmm. so they'll be able to see that but if you have any questions yeah. give jess a call over at camp and we can make that connection for you you said camp miller i grew up in duluth i know camp miller well it's like ooh, a little nostalgia there oh yeah <laughs> it's fantastic all right so now what else is going on here during the summer months at the brainerd family ymca shane oh my goodness sports mm-hmm. and our partnership with the uh, city of brainerd parks and recreation um is just exploded and we're also working with the uh, Lakes Area Youth Soccer Association. The Brainerd Blast is what many folks know them by. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing T-ball, soccer in Brainerd at J.C.'s Park and also in Baxter at Southdale Park. And then flag football also at uh, J.C.'s Park and then basketball. Um, we're running that at the Y. But then Cody's also doing a, a skills clinic out at Memorial Park. So thanks to Brainerd Parks and Recreation for hosting us and allowing us to run the programs there. It. I've been there every night mm-hmm. and watching the cars come in with the kids jump out, particularly the T-ballers on, on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. The car doesn't even stop, cutest. I bet, and they're running. <laughs> they are, but they've got like the gloves are as big as their head <laughs> and they've got hats on. And oh. I think one of the cute stories that I heard um, from Tuesday night was that a, a young man, Rowan, um, <clears throat> took a swing at the T-ball, hit it quite far, mm-hmm. and then held on to his bat Ran all the way past first base with the bat. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're trying to teach them what you do and, and how the game flows. So, you know, that's where you learn things like that. Absolutely. That's yeah. what it's for. Oh, and it just makes for the cutest <laughs> stores and parents are loving it. Um, sure. But beyond that, you know, there's the deeper level of what we do at the Y. It's mm-hmm. teaching them how to... Um, work with a coach, how to be a good teammate, how to support each other, you know, and, and then just kind of that, the patience, you know, that, that it yeah. takes to learn because we always try to help tell the kids that don't get frustrated. You know, it, mm-hmm. it can be frustrating, but you're learning, yep. right? And it takes time to learn. So just That's be right. patient with yourself. And have fun. And have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And if we out. could just adopt that throughout life as, no, as we all learn new activities <laughs> and new things, it just makes us better people. So Absolutely. that's just one of the many things that kids learn through sport, right? Sure. And the why is a great place to do it. We exactly. Love that. Gosh, and I added it up just this morning, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, in our summer programs, we have over 423 kids Whoa. Um, in our sports program. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. That is and very impressive. Just think of it this way as well. That's 423 kids that are not, you know, plugged into a computer game, that oh. are not sitting at home, that they're out doing something in this beautiful weather mm-hmm. with other kids and with adults and role models that care about them. So they're doing something that's active, um, that's beneficial, mm-hmm. and it's getting them up and active. So we're all the parents saying, that. thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun to talk to the parents. You know, I always of kind course. of walk the sideline. Yep. And, you know, share stories and get feedback. But a good group of parents out there as well. So thanks to them Mm -hmm. for taking the initiative to sign their kids up and get the the kids out there. Thank you, parents. Yes, absolutely. All right. What else are we talking about today, Shane? We've got so many things. Um, Can you update us on your partnership with, uh, well, 
the initiative, the Smiles on the Sippy, as we were mentioning last the month. The Smiles on the Sippy, yes. Mm-hmm. And I learned something about you last time, right? Remember about looking down into the water? I was trying to get you oh, to sign up for the yeah, upriver yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. But we won't talk about that. <clears throat> no. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> yeah. So um, last winter, mm-hmm. um, talking with the folks at Smiles for Jake, I um, just had this idea of partnering and bringing more folks in into that you know, into that group as, as they look at their summer event that they always have. Mm-hmm. So we com- we worked with the uh, the YMCA, the Mississippi Headwaters Board, City of Brainerd, and the Crow Wing County Historical Museum to put together a group type event um, with the same goals, you know, on uh, mental health, mm-hmm. which is obviously the the key thing with Smiles for Jake and suicide prevention. Yep. But we know that getting people outside, um, building connections, and that sense of community are all components of what make people resilient and happy. Huge. And, right. So mm-hmm. the event is really targeted towards that, but it's on July 30th. It's a Saturday. Um, it'll be late morning to early afternoon. But it'll be a lot like one of the typical Smiles for Jake events. There's going to be music. There's going to be food. um, There's going to be face painting. They've got Disney characters coming this year. So lots of kids' activities. Um, The why, we're going to do an early, you know, kind of a morning yoga session, kind of a meditation session. And then partnering with the Mississippi Headwaters Board and the Crow Wing County um, Historical Museum, we're doing an upriver and back race for canoes kayaks and stand-up paddleboards. So you'll wow. start in Kiwanis Park. Mm-hmm. You'll go upstream about 2.4 miles to the Evergreen Landing Wow, area. cool. Turn around a buoy, and it's going to be lifeguarded. There's going to be a boat in the water, mm-hmm. and then paddle back. So it'll be a you know quasi-competitive race. We'll sure. have awards for the top three in each oh, division, canoe, kayak, and, and paddleboard. So um, it's the inaugural race, and we're limiting it to about 20 um, boats per category. Sure. We want to get our feet under us and make sure that we you know, learn how to do it well and do it safely. Yeah, absolutely. And then next year, as we have the new Mississippi River Trail Park, mm-hmm. right, um, that's when we want to go big and really make it cool. a regional event and bring in folks from the cities, from Duluth, Bemidji, you know, people from around the state, wow. bring them to our area to experience the, uh, the Mississippi and the, and the Headwaters area. Love it. That's yeah. amazing. So more information will be coming out. There's going to be billboards, newspaper ads, radio, things like that. So just stay tuned. We'll have a, a link on our website for the sign-up for the Upriver Race. But a lot of good folks working on that. Um, and we hope that you know kids and families in our community have a, a good time connecting with each other. Love it. All right. So let's move from the river to, oh, maybe the cycling paths. Talking about the gravel grinder cycling. We mentioned this a couple months ago. Tell yeah. us where, where we are with that. From from the water to the gravel, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's a growing niche in cycling. And a gravel bike, in case you're not familiar with it, looks a lot like a regular road bike, but it has more of a mountain bike type tire to it. Okay. So it's really great. Thinner tire or is it the thicker stuff? It's, it's thicker than a road bike, a little thinner than a mountain bike. So it's okay. right in between. It's okay. almost like a hybrid. So for a lot of the gravel roads that you find out in the county, uh-huh. it's perfect for riding on those. It's a growing niche, one of the fastest um, growing niches in, in the biking community. Mm-hmm. And there's events popping up all over the place. In fact, last weekend, um, several from our club, um, uh, Josh Pennington, and um, Chuck Carlson, uh, Jack Clouk, Patty, and Jack Durant, um, we went up to Grand Marais and did a 110-mile. It was called Le Grand de Nord. Whoa. 
and did a, a race, an event up there, which was really awesome, except for the rain. It rained <gasps> and poured the oh, whole no. time. So took us about, <clears throat> took me about eight hours, but I, my brakes failed because of the grit. It, really? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, oh, so man. I rode 50 miles without brakes. Oh, good to, times there. Yeah, and you know the hills out there, right? So coming oh. in out off the bluffs, I, I had a partner. I met a person. He let mm-hmm. me put my arm around him. He was the brakes for me. The brakes. Yeah, interesting. Jeez. But, but here, you know, you guys become that, you know, the camaraderie yeah, and, it and the teamwork. It's a team. Yes. And speaking of the, the teamwork is um, Visit Brainerd. Worked, mm-hmm. starting to work with them um, on their website, we're going to create an opportunity for folks that are coming into town to either join us on our Thursday night rides. Yeah. So every Thursday at 6 o'clock, we do rides throughout the community. Sometimes we start up in Cayenne, sometimes down at the 371 rest drop, rest stop, sometimes from the Y and mm-hmm. just various locations. And we have these routes that, you know, it's like 30 people that are showing up. Wow. And it's a great way to meet people and, and just ride. And, and if you're new, you can learn about you know some of the different skills, the techniques, and just mm-hmm. ride at your own pace. It's a no-drop type ride. So we have some folks that go in a bit faster and then some that are going slower. Mm-hmm. But we have a volunteer that stays with every group. So Neat. it's really unique and great. And Visit Brainerd, um, I think knowing that people come into town they bring their bikes mm-hmm. and having giving them the opportunity to come ride with us and you know feel confident that they're not going to get lost yeah and come ride with us is something that we're creating but also if they are confident and they want to ride on their own we have the files that they can download so they can load right onto their phone or onto their bike computer download the route and go off and ride on their own so their bike computer their bike we'd ever computer. say that you know yeah. <laughs> that's amazing so if folks are interested in these thursday night rides how can they sign up is there a cost what, what's that about yeah there's it's free Oh, cool. Yeah, we just want to build communities so they can go to our YMCA website, and then pretty soon the Visit Brainerd website. We're working on that later today, actually. Nice. Um, but BrainerdLakesYMCA.org, and then just search for the Gravel Grinders page. There's a waiver that is easy to sign. It's through a JOT form. Sign that. Okay. And then it has uh, a link through Ride With My GPS, and it'll show you where the ride is that week. Love and it. You can just show up, introduce yourself, and we'll get you connected. One more thing, right? Exactly. All right. We've got a little time left here. Um, We know the capital developments. Let's get updated on that. What's happening there? Yeah, our big plans for the future at the Y, we're we're plugging along. We meet every few weeks with our capital development committee. I mentioned that we have a project manager, and we're building an RFP right now to bring in um, our fundraising consultants. So by August, we should be bringing folks like that on board. And as they call it, it's a very complex, what they call capital stack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back in the day, 30 years ago, you went to the community you, and you asked for donations and you raised the money that way. But today we're talking new market tax credits. We're talking bonding, um, state and federal grants, ah. foundations, <laughs> plus that local charitable giving. So sure. um, this fundraising team is going to help us put that all together so that we can build the why of the future. Um, if folks remember, we're looking at rebuilding the Y at mm-hmm. 602 Oak Street, but we have other phases and other components. Um, we're already working to put the child care center at 703 Oak Street, okay. and we're well into that raising money. Um, but we're looking to kind of finish off that fundraising so that we can start the construction and get it opened as soon as possible. Uh, we've been working with CLC to put mm-hmm. in a year-round, um, just state-of-the-art indoor turf 
complex oh. so that kids and adults have the access and the opportunity to continue playing sports throughout the wintertime. Yes. You know, right now, <laughs> where, where do they go? Maybe indoors at Forest View or mm-hmm. it's very limited. And then you can go outside and you can Nordic ski, snowshoe and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for soccer baseball, football, this would give teams and and athletes the opportunity to train year-round. And we're also looking at student recreation. Mm -hmm. Is there the possibility of adding, you know, climbing walls and some things that would enhance the, the student life and the student experience over at CLC? And one of our goals is to make sure that once we do open this, that every CLC member is a member of the Y. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, things like that, it, it, makes for a good, I guess, experience during your academic career. Absolutely. Um, It's a good outlet, too, you know? Yeah. What else are we looking at? A couple more things that I know I'm forgetting. The camp, Vanassic renovation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we want to totally transform camp. You know, it's great like it is, Yeah. but we do have a vision to to do some more with it. So, yeah, we're working on a long-term lease with the city of Baxter so that we can ensure that it's here for generations to come. So thanks to the city of Baxter. All right. But yeah, that's a quick overview. Whew. And I know, of Whew. course, right now, new members during the summer. Do you have the summer special running? I know you in the past, you've kind of done a three-month thing. or Yeah, give Jenny a call yeah. at the front desk. Okay. But, you know, one thing that's important to the why is that we make sure that we're inclusive and that we're welcoming for all. If you can't afford the full cost of membership, we have financial assistance. Mm-hmm. So it's an easy process. Come in and talk to us. And we'll make sure that you get connected with membership and programs. Yeah. And we'll welcome you to the why. There are two types of people. Y members and future members. So there you go. <laughs> if you're in that second group, come see us. Sounds good. Shane, thank you so much for taking time to visit with us. And uh, thank you for everything that you do for the Y and, uh, and all the partnerships that you create here yeah. uh, to have us all working together. Got to love that. Yes. All love right. Brainerd. <laughs> thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. Shane Riffle, the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA, is my guest today. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And remember, you can always listen to Community Focus anytime online through our website, which is 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull us up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.